Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the founder and head coach at Straight Shot Training. I want to share with you a story today of a time when I ate the same meal, the exact same foods, for breakfast, lunches, and snacks for 10 weeks straight. Why I did it and what I learned from it, and how you can take a much more moderate approach to what I was doing to help you find consistency in your diet and figure out what works best for you. So a few years ago when I was competing in strongman, I wanted to gain weight. I wanted to gain muscle and I wanted to get a lot stronger. Before that, I had gone through different called bulking cycles where you gain weight and then a a cutting cycle or a diet cycle where you diet back down. And the purpose here is when when you're trying to gain muscle, you end up gaining body fat with it. Your body typically gains muscle and fat you just want to try to make it as much muscle as possible when you're gaining weight. And then whenever you're losing weight, you want to lose as much body fat as you can while retaining as much muscle mass as you can. And doing this helped me go from about 140, 145 pounds when I graduated college up to being able to stay in between 170 and 175 pretty consistently throughout the year, every year by going up 10 pounds and then cutting five pounds, going up 10 pounds, down five pounds, and doing it slowly. Obviously, you can do it a lot faster. I just, I don't like eating a ton of food, and it was hard for me to bulk whenever I first started because I was concerned about how much body fat I put on while I was doing it, and that's why it, it took me a long time. It does not need to take that long to gain that much muscle, but I was able to find where my body kind of was comfortable at. Now, For those of you who don't know me, I'm five feet six and maybe three quarters inches tall. I'm not a tall person. If I were just to eat when I was hungry, uh, my body would probably like to be around 165, 170 pounds, just as, as a kind of set point. So our bodies tend to find these set points where they like to stay. I'm sure a lot of you have found this out when you get to a point where it's really hard to lose any more weight. Or some of you who are trying to gain muscle, you get to a point where it's really hard to gain more muscle mass. You just kind of get stuck. So we all have these different set points where our bodies feel comfortable. And it's difficult to move your body out of those. You typically have to change something up big. So for me, when I was competing in strongman and I was in the, depending on what competition I was doing, I would either be a 175, meaning I had to weigh under 175, or weigh under 181. So I would typically stay right in that that range. But I thought, well, let me see if I can get up to 200 pounds, because I've never weighed 200 before, and I'm competing against these guys who are way stronger than me, and a lot of them would go up to 200 pounds and then diet down and get down to 181 and be able to be really strong at these competitions as a 181 weight class. So I thought, you know what, let me go ahead and try to get to 200 pounds. I've never been 200, I just wanna give it one shot before I turn 30. So I went for it and I knew that I had to do something that I hadn't done before in order to achieve a result that I hadn't achieved before. So what I did was I figured out that I could eat a lot of certain foods that were easy to digest And I had to prep a lot of food, but if I just ate the same foods, that I could get more calories in without having to have this wide range of things that I was eating throughout the day. So what I ate was white rice, ground beef, bell peppers, spinach, and sweet potatoes. And what I would do is I would cook the bell peppers and then throw in the ground beef 
cook that up, then throw the spinach in there and get that wilted. And then I would cook rice on the side and I would mix it all up and make this gigantic bowl of this stuff that is, is called monster mash, if you wanna look up the recipe for it. And then I would put that in my containers and I would eat that for most of my meals all week long. And I went from weighing 178, 79 pounds in late September, early October of 2018. And by the by early January of 2019, I hit 200 pounds. And let me tell you, I did put on a lot of body fat with that. I'm sure some of you have seen the, the pictures of me. I had a mustache back then and I looked a lot thicker than I do now. So it wasn't all muscle. Uh, gaining that much weight, typically you're going to gain a good bit of body fat with it. But I wasn't caring about that much about being lean at that point because that wasn't something that that was being lean is not necessarily going to help me be stronger okay having more weight mass moves mass so just being bigger you're going to be able to move more weight my goal at the time competing in strong men was to be stronger so i got really strong and i got hefty <laughs> for me uh, being my height 200 pounds when you're less than five seven um is a is a good bit of weight to carry around well what I found was that by switching my diet to being something that was so uh, limited in variety that I just got so used to eating this and I got so consistent with my diet that whenever I wanted, to, whenever I got stuck, I would just add a little bit more of it. And that's all I had to do. And I just add a little bit more, add a little bit more till I eventually got up over, it was over 4,600 calories that I had gotten up to finally whenever I hit my, uh, hit my goal weight. Uh, and that was not easy, by the way. It was uncomfortable, and I immediately started losing weight as soon as I hit 200 pounds because I didn't want to weigh that much. So I know that I always preach moderation here, and I also want to say, you know what? There's room for, uh, when you're having moderation, there's also room for moderation when it comes to moderation. So if you are eating moderately and you know you have a good mixture of of your cardio and your strength training, your flexibility and all the components of fitness that we want to have to make us good, well-rounded athletes. If you're doing that over a course of a lifetime, if you want to take a few months or even like a year to try something totally different that might be in the extremes of something that you've, that you've tried before but haven't delved that deeply into it, or you want to try something totally different, that that's not going to mess you up for the, the rest of your life. Right now, I weigh 173 pounds. I weigh, I weigh 23 pounds less than I did at my heaviest. And I've actually, during the, the quarantine, I got down to 168. So it's not permanent. And it's not something that is going to ruin you forever if you do take some time to try something totally different with your training or with your diet. You can always go back and, and go back to the way that you were training and eating before and get right back to where you were. It just might take a little bit of time. You just got to be patient with it. So uh, I will say that. Normally, I, I say moderation. This was a case where I wasn't practicing moderation because I had a specific goal. I wasn't doing cardio. I was just strength training, and I was eating like crazy this, uh, this monster mash stuff. But there were five things that I learned from this I wanted to share with you all that I think is really helpful when it comes to the way that you can approach your diet. And I'm not saying eat the same meal multiple times a day for 10 weeks. Actually, it was longer than 10 weeks. I ate those exact meals. It was some variation of that for the entire time between October and January, but there were 10 weeks straight where that's all I ate was that same meal. So the one thing that I found is that consistency 
is, I know I always say consistency is key, but it is so much more important than even than I thought until I had tried this. To where if I'm eating the same thing and I know how many calories I'm getting in, I know how much fat, how much protein, how many carbohydrates, that when I make a change to that, if I eat just a little bit more, I'm going to see the weight go up. If I eat just a little bit less, I'm going to see my weight go down. And a problem that a lot of people have with their calories when they tell me that, that, well, a caloric deficit or just eating less doesn't work for me. But when I look at what they're eating, their foods are all over the place. And some days they're eating more salt than others. Other days they're eating more foods that help that might be uh, filled with more water. The foods themselves might weigh more. It's going to change and your weight's going to fluctuate. My weight was so steady when I was eating this way that I could eat just a little bit more. Or if I missed a meal or something, I would see things move the next day. And it's just establishing that consistency. You don't have to have that consistency by eating the same foods every single day for every single meal, but maybe consider eating the same breakfasts and the same lunch and the same snacks every day for for two weeks and just see if you can see any changes with that. And your dinners might be different. My dinners were different most of the time. Uh, actually, there were some times whenever I would have one of those meals because I made so many of them that I would eat it for a fourth time. So there were some days where I ate the same meal four times in a day. Which thinking back to it now is really, really ridiculous. But um, yeah, so if you can if you can establish some consistency with what you're eating when it comes to the foods you're eating, it can really help you when you're trying to make a change either up or down in your weight. The next thing I learned was that variety isn't always necessary, which I know goes in the face of of dietitians who would say, you know, make sure you're eating all your different colors, get a variety of fruits and vegetables, make sure you're you're varying your protein sources. All that is is great and it's important to have over the course of your life. However, when you are just working on a specific goal, it's kind of like exercises, okay? If you wanna get really good at squatting and you did, and you squatted three times a week and you just did barbell back squat and you just kept adding five pounds to the bar every training session or every week, you're gonna get really good at squatting. If you want to do something with your diet where you're going to be dieting up or dieting down and you're trying to establish consistency, temporarily foregoing the, the variety in your diet for consistency might help you out. What I did was I used an app called Chronometer, which I have my, my athletes use, I love. And I entered in everything I ate into that app. So I was able to see not just the, the macros, carbs, fat, and protein, and my calories. I was able to see my vitamins, my minerals, how much fiber I was getting, where my fat was coming from, and, I, and my amino acid profile. I was able to see everything. So I knew that I wasn't deficient in any vitamins, minerals. My, uh, my fats were, were coming from, I had a good mixture of omega-3, 6, and 9. I was getting enough fiber, uh, a lot of fiber actually, with all of the the, uh, the spinach, the peppers, and the sweet potatoes I was eating, and uh, obviously with how much meat I was eating then, uh, my amino acids, I had no problem hitting all of those numbers. So variety is nice, but if you can find a way to make sure that you're getting what you need, you can eat the same foods and not have a ton of variety. In fact, in most other places in the world, where they don't have access to the things that we have at our grocery stores, they typically eat what are called staple foods. It's stuff that they grow in that area and they eat seasonally and they eat 
the meat in that area or they catch the fish in that area and they pretty much eat the same stuff every single day. It's, we as Americans eat differently because we have access to variety and I think I think it spoils us sometimes. And I think if you try something different, it's not going to be bad for your health because you look at other people in the world and there's plenty of populations that have limited access to ingredients who you know live healthy lives eating a, a smaller amount of total types of foods. Uh, actually, they're not eating a ton of food in the first place. That's what's helpful as well. I think that a variety, the variety that we have often leads to excess. So man, we could probably do a whole podcast just on that. But I will just say that variety is great, but it's not always necessary. Next thing, and I know this is this is the controversial one. I remember uh, at the gym I worked at before, always getting arguments with people about this that I worked with because we saw food differently. And this is just how I see food. But food serves a purpose. It is fuel for your body. It helps you do things or look a certain way. And at its pure, just scientific basis, that's what food is. Now, on the social aspect of food, that's something totally different. Food can can bring people together. It can provide, you know, pleasure or enjoyment. It can, the whole process of cooking, uh, cooking with people, cooking for people, that's, that's totally separate. And I get that. But for me, just as the food that I'm putting in my body, it's fuel. And when I'm making my food to eat throughout the week, that is really the only thing I'm thinking about is, how many carbs do I need? How much protein do I need? How much fat do I need? How can I get it into my body? Am I going to have to be eating on the road? Is this, does this food need to be portable? And it can it be something that I can eat either hot or cold. I'm sure some of you have seen my Instagram stories recently where I was carrying a burrito around in my pocket uh, and then I was driving while eating stir fry. Most of the time I'm eating on the move, which is not great if you have trouble with how much you eat. If you have trouble with with eating too much, you do need to sit, you need to eat slower, you need to enjoy your meals, you need to maybe put your fork down in between bites, you need to eat meals with your family, eat them at a slower pace. It's What I'm advocating here is, is different than what I'm doing because I have a different relationship with food. And I, I hope that, that that's coming through the, the way I intend it to. Everybody has a different relationship with food. You need to figure out what works for you and know that that might not work for somebody else. The things that work for me, I'm just sharing this with you all because I, I enjoy sharing uh, things I think might be helpful for you, but I know that I approach food differently than a lot of you. So for food, to me, it serves a purpose. And that purpose is to fuel my body to help me do something or look a certain way. That is just one of the, the functions of food. The whole social aspect of food is something totally different and when I was eating that stuff, if we had a family dinner or something like that, I wasn't bringing my Tupperware to the to the table and eating that. I would eat what whatever was there on the table with whoever was there, and I would enjoy the food and eat at the same pace as everybody else. I'm just saying whenever it was all my other meals, it was just about getting that fuel into my body. So food serves multiple purposes, but at the base level, it's just fuel for your body. So whenever you're looking at eating the same way, and it doesn't sound appetizing, you know what? It isn't, and it doesn't always need to be. It just needs to be something that your body needs to have. It's like gasoline. So that whole section, I may have lost some of you all, but that's just the way I, I see food. Uh, and I know it's not for everybody, but if you can find a way to maybe view some of your, your diet as, you know what, I need to eat this because my body needs it, it will really unlock a lot of a, a potential for you to 
hit those fitness goals that you want because you know what? Eating correctly isn't always fun and it doesn't always have to be. So thank you for staying with me. If you're still here, the next thing we'll, we'll go through now is that your body is a laboratory. That's the other thing I learned from eating this way is that you can read everything that you want to about different diets, but until you try it yourself, you're not going to know how your body responds to it. You can hear people critique. You can hear people argue. You can re even read studies. Those arguments, those studies, those reported uh, results from those diets are not you and they're not your body. You have to try it yourself to be able to know if it's going to work for you or not. Now, there are obviously some wildly unsafe things out there and some things that even just look and take one glass, glance at, you can go, yeah, you know what? That's probably not for me. But if you're on the fence about something, just go ahead and try it. And if you're going to try it, really try it. Okay, for, with this one, I had seen other people eating this way and I'd seen the results they were getting. I thought, you know what? I'm going to try it and see if it works for me. And I'm not going to half try it. I'm going to go all in. I'm going to eat the same meal every single day for most of my meals for 10 weeks and see what happens. And I achieved something I hadn't achieved before, which I know sounds like a, a dumb goal. And it was for uh, a, a sport where you're competing to see who can you know, exercise the, the heaviest or the fastest. Uh, but it was something I wanted to try and I found a diet that worked me for me for that. But whatever you are trying to achieve and whatever diet you're looking at, just remember you are not the study. You are your own study. You are your own laboratory to experiment with things and try things and see what works for you. The final thing that I learned as we wrap up here by eating this way for those 10 weeks is if you want something that you haven't had before, you need to try something that you haven't done before. Simple as that. I had never weighed 200 before and I had done bulking cycles where I had just eaten more food and a wide variety of food just to try to get myself to eat more because hey if I you know if I eat peanut butter and jelly at this time and I eat you know burrito bowl at this time and I eat you know a bunch of oatmeal and eggs at breakfast that just switching up the flavors will help me eat more and it it didn't I could I could really only I would top off every year that I would try to gain weight I would top off at like 185 pounds and I had so much trouble getting above that and eating this way, I got up to 200 and it came on pretty quickly. I mean, quickly for me. And I then started to view more things like that when it came to not just my diet, but the way I was training. That I started trying things I'd never tried before because I wanted a result that I hadn't had before. And then now looking at it from the standpoint of a, of a small business owner and the way that I'm doing running straight shot, is that if I want something that I don't currently have, I need to do something that I'm not currently doing. And I'm looking forward into the future of, of what I want to do with this company. It has me excited to try different things because I understand, and as, as funny as it sounds, I understand by eating those same meals that it taught me that I need to try sometimes some things that are not going to seem fun to achieve the result that I really want to get. Because ultimately, when it comes to your diet and your training, are you doing it because you really enjoy it? Or are you doing it because it's a, it's a means to an end? And that's what eating those meals for those 10 weeks was. It was a means to an end. So thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. If you could leave me a rating on whatever platform you're currently listening to this podcast on, that would be awesome. If you could share this episode with somebody, that'd be even better. 
If you would like to learn more about our remote coaching services at Straight Shot, you can head to straightshottraining.com and see all that we offer there when it comes to training you wherever you are and wherever you're at at your fitness level. Uh, while you're there, make sure you join the email club. There will be a pop-up if you are on a desktop. If you are on the mobile version of the site, you can just scroll until you see join the email club. But the Straight Shot email club is where you're going to get a weekly newsletter, has links to the podcast, the blog, exclusive content that you only get if you're part of the email club, giveaways like this week we're giving away a Straight Shot t-shirt or Racerback, your choice. You just have to join the email club by tomorrow night, that's Friday at 11.59, that's Friday, October 30th by 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time in order to be eligible for the t-shirt drawing. If you don't make it, don't worry, we'll be giving away tons of stuff in the email club. Also on the email club, we're going to have access to some deals coming up, especially coming up towards the holidays where you can be able to train with our awesome trainers at a discounted rate. But remember, you've got to be part of the email club in order to get those deals. So make sure you sign up for that. Uh, any questions you have, you can shoot me a message, Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y, at straightshottraining.com. We're going to be doing a Q&A episode coming up here. So either on social media using the handle at straightshottraining or send me an email, johnny at straightshottraining.com. Or you can just head to our website, straightshottraining.com, and scroll to the bottom and the little contact us page down there. You can just send me a question that you have that you would like me to cover in the podcast. But I'll be putting some stuff out on social media so you'll be able to see it there as well. I want to know what questions do you all have that you want me to cover in a Q&A podcast episode coming up. So thank you so much again for listening, and have a great week, everybody.